Well, hello everyone. It's me, Dave McMahon, and it's that time of week. Welcome to Unleashed, where we talk about basically any fucking thing I feel like talking about. Not one, but two mixologists. Right, yes. Local entrepreneurs, passionate guys that know how to make killer drinks. Very successful in their businesses. Uh, Andrew Gizzi is with me. Uh, his company is Stir Crazy Bitters and Cocktails. And Zach, now check it out. Coolest name ever. Kavas. <laughs> Zach Kavas from Kavas Fine Beverage Company. They're both here. They're going to make some cocktails. You're going to learn some cool recipes, summer cocktail recipes. So you don't have to serve the same boring-ass drinks to your friends time and time again. And a lot of you are kind of stuck in a rut with your drink. Well, I like Ryan Cokes. Just like certain guys like a certain kind of beer or whatever. Or I just like this. I like that. Got to open your fucking minds, man. That's it. Life is a buffet. And these guys are going to open your minds with beverages like you've never even thought of before. I'm so glad both of you are here. Welcome to uh, Unleashed Podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Thanks for having us. This is wicked. In our hometown here. I know. Your hometown of Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls. Yeah. Born, raised, and bred. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) Niagara blood. Right beside the central here yeah yeah oh for sure man hey why don't we talk about a little bit of your background uh, primarily in relation to the venture that you have in cocktails and things of such so andrew do you want to go first yeah sure uh, so i've been in the industry for forever now like since i was uh, 17 16 you know busting tables and then once i was 18 i got a job at a bar uh primarily just bar backing so running ice restocking stuff you know, just being part of this scene. Yo, ground up. Yeah, from yeah, the ground it. up, from that's the it. ground yeah. up, mopping floors. That's it. Re- restocking beer. That's it. Yeah, the, the not so fun stuff, the gnarly stuff. And, uh, you know, every now and then they needed help and I would jump in and make a drink. And from there, I was like, all right, I, I want to do some more. Started reading recipes, started pumping out more drinks, uh, bartending a lot more, getting more creative with mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, I just got hooked. Just got hooked. And Giz is like an old dog in the industry, like to be, you know, is it kind of cocktails didn't really take off in a in a good way. I don't know until the past like five six years, but he was on it like early on. And I remember when I was getting into cocktails. See, he's tooting your horn. That's good. I am. Yeah, I he's, he's got a big friend. horn to no, toot. Come on, no, he's too kind to me. He's too good to me. But yeah, you were like, I remember looking at your Instagram, being like, this guy knows what's going on. It's crazy. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. You're, 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 and likewise, pat- you're, you're, are, you're are very artistic. Very. Because yeah. if you're a mixologist, you're a you know, above average bartender. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're passionate. I mean, you are very creative. You are an artist w- with what you're producing drink-wise. Yeah. I'm anxious to hear about all the different drinks. I know you're going to make some on the show today, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. So, Zach, what about yourself? Yeah. Your background in relation to either drinks, yeah. hospitality. Man, it's been like, I mean, I'd love to say I've been drinking since I was a kid, but we didn't do that. At Started as 12, <laughs> yeah, 12 right. years old. <laughs> I can I can tell you some stories, but we, uh, my family was always, my mom was always involved in the wine industry, and then that's kind of where I started. I started in uh, wine cellars, like helping out with winemaking, and my sister and I, and our last name literally means yeast, so it was a, you know, kind of perfect. It Kuvos was, means yeast. Means yeast, yeah. Perfect. It's it's a good uh, good starter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> then we that's it. Get the symbols. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then we just kind of kicked off. I, I started making cocktails out at, when formerly it was Backhouse. Now it's Rufino's in Niagara on the Lake, and then that kind of launched into. Uh, I started the program over at Gretzky's. Um, so I started their cocktail bar five, six years ago and then ran that and that's how come I've never been there? I fucking love Gretzky's. It's awesome. And like good family. I know it's it's hard to sometimes you 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 wonder, are they good and they're they're really good family. Good good people, both the Pellers and the Gretzky's because that's the whole synergy. It's Andrew Peller and Gretzky. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've had some of their homemade burgers down at Gretzky's when they have the barbecue going in the back. Really good, yeah. Yeah, It's not bad at all. And good whiskey too. Yes. Oh, I love it. I like the red cast. Oh, that's the one. The red yeah, cask. That was our workhorse. Yeah, it's, it's good, yeah. Yeah? yeah. That was a workhorse. Yeah. That is a flavorful it's whiskey, fantastic. his red yeah. cask. Oh, my God. And uh, Gretzky's new vodka, well, new to me, I guess. Yeah. I think it hasn't been out too long. No, it's that good. That vodka yeah. is killer amazing. It's really good. I've yeah. drank it straight on more than one occasion. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. It's it's And that's vodka is something that's kind of cool. It's hard to nail. It's uh, A lot of people don't spend time with it. Like, we... We bartend uh, every Friday at this distillery limited out in Niagara on the Lake. Yes. And that is 
probably one of the, if not one of the best vodkas I've ever had. They really, they really put their, because people will neglect it because they think, oh, it's just going to be mixed. It's not, you know, it's going to get buried in a, a cranberry or ginger, but it's, it's good to do. They do it really well. Yeah. So they carry some really good uh, liquid down there at, uh, at that distillery. Oh yeah, uh, limited. for sure. Like I bought some apple pie moonshine yes, from them. 100%. And uh, my, my wife loved that. It's great. And there was something else I got that was just incredible. Well, and it's perfect for, you know, this place too, because they started a, uh, a record label when they were, when they were kids, they start you know, they started their own record company and it's, Holy shit. it's cool. Yeah. So they own, they own a record business and then they own a distillery. So, you know, it was wow. the jalapeno moonshine. Oh, that one's good. That I purchased really from Niagara good. on the Lake yeah. at, uh, at limited. That's what it's called, right? Limited. It's jalapeno moonshine. Yeah. Limited yeah. distillery. Yeah, yeah. That limited distillery. Nice jalapeno moonshine. Fantastic. Perfect for when you're making Caesars. Oh, oh man. man. Is it ever? hundred percent. It's the best. That's kind of like, uh, yeah, we love, we used to make our own, uh, Clamato when we worked over at Gretzky's. Oh, we'd nice. We'd crank it out and we'd oh, actually yeah. get like fresh clams and boil. It was a it was wild, but it was um, time-consuming. Oh, yeah. Way too much work. Oh my god! Yeah. It's labor-intensive. It was super yeah. labor-intensive. It was so worth it, though. And that's kind of yeah. like it's interesting when you break down mixology versus bartending. A huge, you know, there's really not not a lot of differences other than in, in highlight highlight these differences yeah. for those that don't know. Yeah, that's it's it's it's, it's tough, right? Because I mean. You know, you were saying, Dave, um, and thank you for saying it too, you know, that there's some art involved in yeah. mixology. And, mm. and the difference I'd say is that um, when you're doing mixology, first of all, I think we just called ourselves mixologists to make ourselves sound fancier because we were yeah. tired of telling our grandparents we were bartenders. That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. But a lot of it is that uh, it's when you, you try to make the ingredients. So you're trying to like, you know, if you're doing... Uh, maybe you're doing something with ginger beer you try making the ginger beer you try making your own syrups your own bitters and and then you try and build a flavor that you know you might find in a food like we've done cocktails with um you know anything from we did one with porcini mushrooms and maple syrup and it was Ooh. like oh that was dynamite. my favorite yeah that was just umami bomb uh zach the one year did a apricot uh tapache right. so we got these local apricots that we just mashed and we fermented and used it in a cocktail, and it was that's one of my favorites too. That's it. Yeah, yeah. But and it's, it's just, that's it. We took it. Thank right? you for yeah. that. Yeah. Hey, no, I still remember it. Yeah, it and that's amazing. it's kind of like uh, you know a uh, the chef at uh, let's say what's a good restaurant? Give me a good restaurant. Good restaurant. Let's say the Valley. Twenty one. Twenty one Club in Niagara Falls. Club. There we go. Chef at Twenty One Club. Oh, oh, there yeah. we go. Twenty One Club. Love their food. steak. Yeah. Food is amazing, and and you know they're they're putting attention to detail in it. Casamia's making their in, own in pasta. Casamia's wonderful. Yeah. 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 And if you go there, or you go to, um, I don't know, something like Chuck's or Kelsey's. You yeah. Know, it's also really good food, but um, and they're both, both people in the kitchen are cooking food. They're both chefs. But one you would say is like maybe, um, you know, sourcing like maybe at Casamia. They're you know they're they're making their own tomato sauce. They're they're getting their own tomatoes in. They're making their own pasta. Whereas maybe at Chuck's or Kelsey's, they're bringing it in in bulk. And yeah. it's kind of like I'm trying to break down bartending and mixology. Yeah, yeah. You know, same same heart and same love. And we love both. You know, we 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 could do both and love both. But they're just different rhythms. It's yeah. You know, different attentions you know it's it's where you're putting in your time i mean time. You, as a mixologist to me you're an ultra creative bartender yeah thanks super man. talented yeah. with the creativity totally Thank and that's you. i think where if you want to get into something that just gives you that creative kind of outlet like for me that's totally. why i got into it was wine you'd make something and you had to let it sit for years before you you tasted it and then you don't even get to see people taste it right you don't get that satisfaction whereas yeah i don't know if it's the same for you giz where you, you know you get to see people that's it yeah with cocktails it's entirely in the moment right you're in that atmosphere the drink's made for you and you get to enjoy it there with us yeah, it's, ever, it's a, more of an immediate satisfaction. It is. Totally. It is. Or it, dissatisfaction. Right. Yeah. Or usually satisfaction. Yeah. But uh, more often than not, yeah, no, everything goes well. And, you know, it's it's a whole thing, too. It's the drink, the atmosphere, the service. It all kind of encapsulates sure. into one, but definitely the What's the best it. cocktail you've made? Best I've made? Yeah. Oh, man. I, uh... I'm pretty happy about that coconut one I got going on, but oh, I love anything coconut. Yeah, because my my wife and I we cook a lot of Jamaican food. Yeah, so we put coconut in the rice. We put coconut yeah. in the stewed chicken. Oh, do you cook when you do your rice? Do you 
do it in coconut milk or do you do the water and then add coconut? So my wife does has a rice cooker. Right. She uses the long grain rice and she puts the uh, the creamed coconut that you get yeah. in a little bar. Yeah. And she puts the Gracie brand coconut milk in with the rice and some water. As it's yeah. cooking. Okay. And some water. Okay. And she uses yeah. kidney beans. Really? Nice. Because that, that is delicious. a very common sort of bean that they'll use in Jamaica right, right. Okay. to merge with the rice. And so getting some good beverages that have coconut in it Man, to accompany that. You gotta hear about that. this one. It's unbelievable. It's Yeah, this one... Uh... Me and Zach were doing a doing theme pop up this uh, this week. Actually, tomorrow I think. Tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow. Trust, trust beer bars. Yeah, so we're, yeah. we we were thinking like I don't know, pirates, tropical island, buried treasure, that kind of stuff. We're running with that theme. Um, this one is coconut. It's got a rum base with mezcal, so it's got that sweet kind and of what smoky. Is maybe you know what's mezcal for our friends? Mezcal, yeah. So mezcal is like in the tequila family. That's it. Right. Tequila family, uh, a little more smoky. I get a little more leather from it. So right, the, like kind of the scotch of tequila. That's it. it. Yeah. The grandfather of all tequilas. I've them. never had it. I love tequila, oh, it's amazing. but I've never had mezcal. Sorry. It's great. It's great. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we could get technical, like, you know, even technically tequila is mezcal. Something okay. like that, you know, like vice versa. But, uh, you know, it's one of those champagnes, you know, sparkling wine kind of scenarios. Kind of region-based. But yeah. flavor-wise, the mezcal would be toasted. Smoke, smoke and you get all the coconut, smoke, right? right? Yeah. Smoke, coconut. What else is in there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we got the coconut. we got the rum, mezcal. Uh, do chocolate, sarsaparilla, and then salt. So Good old sarsaparilla root beer. The we, old oh, cowboy stuff. Really trying yeah. to hammer home that, uh, hey, you're stuck on a desert island. You can I taste the that. salt from the ocean. You get the smoke from the fire. There's coconuts around. So try to paint a little picture with that one. See, and that's oh. what I love. That's what you do so well. And that's like, you know, when you get a drink that... We, we've been to this place. Kind of what got me into cocktails, Dave, was this place in Toronto called Bar Chef. And when you go in, it's dimly lit. This started years ago. I used to watch this guy on TV when I was a kid. His name is Frankie Solerik. And he kind of... I call him like the guy. He inspired you, this guy. Big time, yeah. He was like... Uh, first one to bring molecular gastronomy. Kind of that molecular level cooking to bartending. But bring it to Toronto. But his whole thing was he'd, he'd give you a cocktail and it had a feeling. It had a it had a pulse. You know, he, he'd do this. He'll do a botanical cocktail, but it comes in this bouquet of flowers that they've dipped in liquid nitrogen and it's smoking and it's frozen. You got to search for all your stuff in the flowers and you <laughs> might have a spoon full of a foam. That t- and it's yeah. something, the reason I love it is because for me it's a magic show because I would ne- that's stuff I, I don't do. You know, I'm not a molecular cocktail guy. So when I go, it's kind of like going to the theater. I'm like, oh, I can enjoy this, and you know, it's yeah. it's, it's nice. It's but a, yeah, total experience. Also, also grinding you sixty bones or fifty bones for a yeah. cocktail. So it's yeah. a once in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a special special moment. That's treat. it. Yeah. That's more, more, us, our style is more. We're more the uh, bump and grind eight nine dollar cocktails, and yeah. you know, make them taste amazing. But yeah, for the everyday folks, you betcha. Yeah, bring it back down. And a good cocktail should look good and taste good too. There's no doubt about it. Like yeah. how it looks, it's a vision of fucking art, man. That's it. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you know, some of the pictures first. you sent me, you know, of the cocktails. Like it's, you know, you want to drink it. That's yeah. it. Yeah, and and that's kind of the goal we try to make is that when you look at it, it's like, oh man, like, what's that one? And that's that's we we find we'll make cocktails and yeah. so much of it's based on looks that if it looks good, then people don't even ask they're like they don't want to know what's in it anything it's just i want that one yeah the one so what is is there is there um like on popularity just kind of curious Mm -hmm. uh, are more people interested in something sweet uh something bitter you know something spicy yeah like a a popular i'm just curious i'm just curious what's your what's your take on that right now i'd say more often not sweet not sweet Uh, sweet cocktails sweet Sweet cocktails. cocktails are very popular Sometimes people don't like seeing the word sugar, but honestly, the sugar is what makes the drink. It I balances always, everything. Okay. Yeah. So it's very important. I, th- I think you're totally right. Yeah. Sweet's like, and s- sweet because sugar is a flavor enhancer, and right? Like it. salt it. Yeah. More often than not, when we make a cocktail, you want to air, it's all about balance, but <clears throat> you want it to be like sugar is also what gives a cocktail body. I find like yeah. it gives it weight. You can feel it in your mouth. Um, so combining like that's that's what's so funny is that Andrew owns a bitters company, you know, Stir Crazy Bitters, and then I own the syrup company. So together we're just perfectly balanced. We got yeah. that bittersweet going. Bittersweet back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, tell us about your business and when you launched it, and yes. uh, give us kind of a, a synopsis of that. Of course, yeah. So it's uh, Stir Crazy, which is my brand. Uh, so this uh, Stir Crazy Bitters started in during COVID lockdown. I was kind of refining some recipes. Perfect time to launch. That's it. So it was like 2020. I was like, I had some time investing in some equipment, you know, some research. And I did experimental batches before just for fun. 
but that was the time where I decided to make the jump. Uh, you know, got some proper uh, label work done, bottles, production, everything, and then push it out. And you know what? The feedback at first was really nice, and that's what kind of kept me going for round two. But uh, I'm at a point too where I was like, the goal was to kind of always keep it within reach, keep it pretty uh, small batch, just way I had full control over it. And, uh, and you always do things like like so many people use flavoring and yours is all real oranges. that's it yeah it's enti- i try to i do everything by hand you know i peel the oranges you know I use whole spices and even yeah. if i need dried fruit i will dry it myself so it's all fresh it's all made with love and that's it yeah love. And, and, and lots of love whoops and they're like honestly one of the only bitters on the market that i've had that truly are bitter because the problem is is that bitters are supposed to be potent and and really powerful because you only want to use a little bit. It's so concentrated. Then. You got it. Yeah. It's so concentrated. But what, sometimes I'll buy bitters and you put them in and you don't even notice them. Do you find that? Like, yeah. Yeah. I see these. You ones. mean they're cutting everything today, including the bitters? You betcha. Yeah. So yeah. Cutting corners on yeah. the bitters. Yeah. Some are some are made for big sales, right? Too so, watered oh, down. Yeah. That's the way Just I like see the it. potato yeah. chips don't seem to have oh enough potato chips in the bag. Yeah. Some settling. They keep they keep sinking. It's true. The only ones you know what they. As far as potato chips go, I want to talk chips. Oh my god! Come I'm on. glad that we all have the attention span of three year olds. Yeah, I know. I'm not the only one that has an yeah. attention you span of a three year old. I love you guys. That's Thanks, it. Get to the Miss yeah. yeah. Covered bridge. That's good. Yeah. Chips. Good Canadian Which one? Chips. Covered bridge. Covered bridge. Brunswick. Where do I buy? Oh. New Brunswick. Yeah, they they ship them here. They're like at like I think Avondale's and stuff. Please yeah. text me that. I will. Yeah, me too. Let me know. Really good. All dressed. All dressed. There you go. And ketchup. I like I like my I'm a, I'm a anything in the Edo family like Dorito Cheeto Tostito. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> have you ever crushed Doritos and put them in your hamburger? No. Like in the meat. I have no. Or you that okay? So you amazing. crush it into a dust. Really? Right, and then you put it into your ground shock. That's amazing. That does sound good. Okay, or whatever favorite potato chip you have. Yeah. Right? It can be like corn chips. You know it can what? Be the Doritos. Your, your uh, you know, can, it heat. can be sweet chili heat. Yeah, yeah, your Doritos. And holy shit, does it ever kick up the flavor? Really? Yeah. Hey, man, I gotta do that. Well, you yeah. know what? Actually, Zach is one of the only people I know who could do this. But you can give him a bag of Doritos. And he... <laughs> He will make you a cocktail out of it somehow. Oh yeah, we, I should have brought. I should have brought you know, Doritos. Mystery ingredient. Yeah. yeah, any mystery ingredient. He can kill it Thanks, every time. Man. He's done mustard. To say. Yeah, yeah, we did do mustard. Did mustard, French's which mustard. mustard uh, it is a, awesome. yeah, There's a few but, ones. Yeah, it's oh, been, man, it's been but, fun. Yeah. Yeah, I got so, I got some stuff in a shaker here now. Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna make a, a cocktail right now. Yeah, I'm gonna make this one now. Yeah. Okay, so then, you, you you go ahead and and you make this cocktail. Tell us about it first. What's that? Mind hitting me with some ice in there? Oh yeah. This is, uh, so Giz is going to make one too. Um, mine is just super simple. It's uh, a whiskey sour. And uh, we make our sour syrup. We've uh, changed the recipe a bit, but we put everything in the syrup that makes the cocktail foam. It has sweetness, it has sourness, and a little bit of bitterness. So all you have to do is shake that Kvass whiskey sour syrup with whiskey, equal parts, and you get a whiskey sour. Because whiskey sours typically have egg white, and that's what gives it its foam and its body. Okay. But we, we put stuff in the syrup that makes it foam up naturally. There's so much science that. to this. Oh, man. there is. It's, it's all science. It's wild. And Andrew, uh, Andrew, I always call him, and you're, I'm sure you're welcome to too. But um, his last name is Gizzy, so I always call him Giz or yeah. Giz. But they go by Gizzy more often than not. That's right. Yeah. But he's got a really good eye for that. I can't oh, wait yeah. to I can't wait to, uh, what to, to, to try. This. So this is uh this is actually a bourbon that was you know and for our friends bourbon that's a uh, uh, one of my favorite whiskeys and there's a kind of a misconception that bourbon has to be made in Kentucky but it just has to be made in the United States and it has to be 51% corn and a new barrel. So we could never barrel, make a bourbon in Canada, but we could make something in the same style. We just legally can't call it a bourbon. Oh, that I did not know. It's good. Yeah, good little timbit. And to yeah. me, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys are the experts. Bourbon is kind of the the uh, the supreme sort of uh, rye drink. Right. I mean, it's it's you know it's it's like comparing OHL to NHL. Like right. It's a, it's a it's... notch a notch higher, right? Yeah. It's... Okay. Reiterate what I'm drinking. Slancha. Reiterate. So we got, we've got the, Salute. Cheers. Salute. Salute. cheers. We've got the Kavas whiskey sour syrup here with whiskey. That's it. Shaken on ice. Two ingredients. Oh, that is beautiful. Not bad. Hey, mm. yeah. That is awesome. So you get that. There's there's maple in there. There's orange. There's spices. 
sugars, and all real lemon juice, and then oh. that's uh, blended up. And actually, that's the best foam I've gotten off one. That's, that's a beautiful that's pretty mm. good, eh? <laughs> Holy oh, moly. fancy ice we got. So it should have oh, some yeah. Foam, yeah. foam. It should have a head on it like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, whiskey sours, <laughs> typically you want you want that a little bit more foam for sure. Yeah. yeah. As you say, uh, traditionally, I think they're made with egg whites. You give it that foam, but, yeah, yeah. you know, sometimes there's a smell with egg whites there. It's just difficult to work with, so... This that. one we're using chickpea, and we've since switched the recipe to use pineapple. Are yeah. you kidding me? You're so using Gizzy, Gizzy's actually the one who told me about pineapple. And if you do, like, pineapple's got just, like, similar proteins or what, and it foams up like egg white, too. Yeah, it's got to What do you prefer, pineapple or chickpea? You know what? I, I was very happy with the chickpea. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty good. Hey, yeah. happy to try the... Uh, the new one? The yeah, pineapple, the pineapple. Yeah. I bet it'd be killer, but mm-hmm. yeah, pineapple definitely has that tropical element, right? Anything with chickpea. It works I love well, chickpeas. Yeah. It settles out in the bottle, so I don't like the look of it, but yeah. the pineapple juice mixes in a little bit. Better. Yeah, at least it'll hold in, but... Mm-hmm. This would go with the Jamaican uh, chicken that my wife makes. Oh, man, what a Jamaican Or the jerk chicken. Or For sure. This would actually be, be great to be accompanied with um, uh, like a tandoori chicken that I make. A friend of mine's awesome. Punjab Indian, yep. right? And I'm telling you, he taught me how to make the the the, the chicken, and it is killer. So how What's, refreshing this would be yeah. while you're oh, eating. Yeah. Honestly, it'd be, and that's while like, you're eating. That's yeah. the thing with cocktails is that um, so much there. I will say, if you go out for a meal and you order a cocktail, you're at a craft cocktail bar. Always order a glass of water. I do that because I drink super fast. And I will burn a hole in my pocket so quickly because <laughs> I'll order a burger and then I'll be like four cocktails deep. You know? Yeah. And so I've learned oh. if I order a glass of water, the water's for my thirst and the cocktail is for my enjoyment. Yeah. You know? That's it's sometimes tough. I'll drink a bunch and then I'm like, why am I so dehydrated? <laughs> I forget that it's, it's, it's tough to nurse. The I, effects uh, of alcohol. I like to, I like to send them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, uh, absolutely delicious. And so this would be served in what kind of glass? I mean, we're in the studio. We're right. playing it safe. We're using the plastic glasses in respect for everybody here. Yeah. But, I mean, a glass has a lot to do with it, doesn't it? You bet, yeah. And, and I know that there's fancy glasses, and I know very little about it. Uh, I, I know that I like alcohol. I enjoy cocktails. Yes. <laughs> but but give us a little one-on-one you know education on, do it. Yeah. on the glasses because the glasses are framing the oh, artwork 100%. of this masterpiece of a cocktail that yeah. you've created. That's a totally. really good way to put it, eh? It is, yeah. Put it that way. Yeah. What do you important. think, Is What's what's your t- hot take on glassware? Oh, man, I love glassware. I, and you're right, yeah, it frames the cocktail. It is very important, and it's practical as well. You know? Like a whiskey tumbler glass or yeah, something? That yeah, for that one, we do that, yeah. Because yeah. 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 it's on ice. Yeah, and that's... Yeah, if you, yeah. If you were to if you were to make it without ice or serve it without ice, you know, something stemmed. This way, it doesn't you know, it doesn't a get too glass, warm. A coupe yeah. glass, you know, something where you could kind of hold it without. And it does, you know, that up. it's it's crazy. We did a one time while we were at Gretzky's, we did a seminar with. Uh, uh, I don't know. Is it Riedel or Riddell? I hear both. I say Riddell. Riddell, yeah. Riddell, Riddell, the glassware company. Tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato, yeah. yeah. Tomato, tomato. Same fucking thing, yeah. But they... uh, Same shit. Same shit. Same shit, different glass. Um, But do you remember that? They did that, and it was was crazy. So they had a a glass that was made for Pinot Noir. They had a glass that was made for Chardonnay. They had a glass that was made for Cab Soap. And if you drank the Pinot in the proper glass, the way it was stemmed, it was... Night and day. The yeah. day and I went in like it is amazing. I never thought of the glass would have a definite effect on the flavor and your interpretation of the drink. It totally or, does. It does. Yeah. And that's like legit, really. Legit. Yeah. And like I went in like these guys are crazy. They're just trying to sell us stuff, and you know, fuck these guys. They're amazing. It was incredible. And I, you know, shout out to Riedel because they they knocked it out of the yeah. park. And they and they released a cocktail glass yeah, lineup. Yeah, they now. got a cocktail glass yeah. line. Yeah, and uh, I think my first encounter with them was uh, Rebecca actually gave right. me a set. So I still have it, still have it today. Maybe with one that or Nick two. That glass and the... yeah, yeah, same. Their Riddell just made a glass. Or is it the wine ones? Yeah. Yeah, just the cocktail line. Yeah, yeah nice. so it's beautiful and it's versatile and yeah, it's appropriate. It's really they do a good job. Yeah, yeah. it was really beautiful. And that's it's interesting too, Dave. Like ice wine, is like um, super sweet. And delicious, but when they serve it to you, they give it in that itty bitty glass, and it's tuliped, so it's got you know a smaller top, and it kind of wings out. Yeah. And that is all you know, so that when you put it to your nose, all those aromas are getting funneled up, and then the the curving of the glass actually forces some of it under your tongue, 
so you're not getting that sweetness all on the top of your tongue. So it's all it's crazy. So it's distributed in a very methodical way. You betcha. Yeah, drinking's so weird because I mean method and design of the glass. Yes. No, no. What do you think of this? My wife only likes. She only has one rule when it comes to glasses that she's drinking out of. It has to have a very thin rim. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people like this. I said that's oh, strange. Yeah. It's a weird hang-up. No. Nope. And then I met a lot of people that are like. Don't give me a glass that's that's too thick. And that's it, it doesn't work. It's got to have a thin rim. Now, why is that? You know what? There's an elegance to it. I uh, I'll drink out of any glass. I, I drink wine out coffee of coffee mug. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Have I'm you ever drink wine out of a coffee oh, mug? Oh, I drink a lot I of things out of a coffee mug. Yes. <laughs> yes. Whatever's handy. Yeah. Well, that's but, my dad. But yeah. that, uh, <laughs> that, uh, but that thin rim. It's yeah. It brings elegance and it just adds a lot of perceived value to that drink. And usually it's a sign of quality glassware. Totally. But almost the thinner the glass the more higher end it is. It's, yeah. it's really okay, like, so it's a psychological thing too. You bet it. Yeah, that's, I bought Gizzy's glasses I picked up at Goodwill. I was like, this is really cool. I said, they're, they're a cool shape. I said, you should you should have these. A lot of young people go to Goodwill nowadays. It's good. That's we, my observation. We go there all the time. Oh, yeah. And people boast about the deals they got now the more than ever. The glasses I bought him, I didn't know. They were like 100 bucks each. Yeah, the... Uh, oh, I love that, that you're yeah. thrift shopping like oh, that. yeah, that's... My kids are doing that. And my kids are like 25 years old to 40. And they're all thrift shopping and yep. boasting about the deals they got. Yeah. You know? Well, that's, and like, honestly, the best glassware, there's there's people who make really good glassware now, yeah. as we talked about, but some of the best glassware was made 50 to 100 years ago, and you can't literally, like, if we were to make that now, it would be like 200 bucks a glass. Yeah. And yeah. they're giving them away. If it's you like can get that quality or yeah. craftsmanship. Nuts. Yeah. It's like hand-blown crystal glasses yeah. for 50 cents. They're sitting in someone's uh, grandma's cabinet and then they inherit it and they're like, I don't want this stuff. And how now, many people then, offer us their glassware? Oh, Everybody. All the time. Yeah. Is the, okay, what's the rule of thumb as far as the glass goes? Mm. Should it be served, like, is the glass chilled prerequisite to the cocktail? Of course, I imagine it can be. Right. Uh, yeah. But does it have to be? Is it a mandatory thing? My uh, my opinion is: Are you chefing up beers now, guys? You're doing your gin cocktail. I could get cracked yeah. on it if you feel like. Yeah, it's a, yeah. because own, I, I never because I really don't know the answer to this. Yeah. <laughs> when I when I get a cocktail and it's and the liquid's cold, I right. never stop and go. Oh well, the, I notice with beer, you know oftentimes what? many yeah. bars, not every bar, but they'll give you like a frosted, a chilled, a yeah. frosted mug. Yeah. Totally. So and does this kind of creep into the cocktail would, world to some would, degree? If the cocktail doesn't have ice, if it's if it's an egg white cocktail or if it is served neat. See, a lot of times yeah. if you get a, a sour or um, anything in a coupe glass, which is that glass that looks it's stemmed and it has the little, it's the old champagne glass. It's got a, like almost wide on the top. looks like a martini Like glass. a martini glass, yeah. Those, you chill the glass. So what, as we're making the cocktail, we'll put ice in the glass, chill it down, because that glass is going to be part of the insulation and part of the chilling of the cocktail as you sip it. Um, because egg white cocktails taste terrible when they're warm. Yeah. It's, it's brutal. It really is a race against time. But when it's cold or chilled, I mean, it's going it to have a better flavor. Yep. Totally. And, and, and with beer, you know, there's certain beers you want in a chilled mug, and then there's certain beers you don't want in a chilled mug, because chilling something dampens flavor. So uh, for something like a lager or something like maybe a Pilsner where it's really light and crisp, chilling it, you know, you're... you're the beer is supposed to be quick and refreshing. Yeah. So I was always taught that when you uh, when you have anything, beer, wine, whiskey, you want to have it at a room temp to really get the understanding of the flavor. Yeah, for then sure. if your brain's like, well, that would be nice. I'll chill it next time. For sure. But to really get the essence of this oh, yeah. and the magic of well, it. Well, you know, Guinness is one of those beers I drink uh, a little bit higher than room temp. Like maybe like, I would say cool, but not like yeah. ice cold, not if cold, that makes yeah. sense. Have yeah. you tried the new Guinness that comes in a bottle? No. So they're selling, really? yeah, as an alternative to the traditional Guinness that in you would can, get yeah, in the can. Yeah, the widget. They're the selling little, it in a, in yeah. a bottle. Really? Yeah, yeah. And and I don't think it's nearly as good. And, and of course, you can't pour it the same. You can't. I know the can. You know, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What's the benefit of a bottle? But so they do have the Guinness in the bottle. Really? I would say I'm against it. I'm going to say. You're a traditionalist. Yeah. And someone spent time. I think the guy who invented they call it the widget that ball that's can I think he won. I don't know if it was a Nobel Prize. He won like a really prestigious award. For the widget? For the widget, wow. yeah. Because it was it's like... Ping pong ball in the bottom yeah. of a fucking can. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. That's, man of the people. It's, it's man of the people, yeah. yeah. And it's, I, I mean, it's one of those beers. It's just... It is better in Ireland, but it is oh, yeah. good everywhere. Never yeah. had. I like the Kilkenny, too. That's a great beer. The yeah, Kilkenny, the Guinness. Yeah. What's your favorite beer? 
Uh, Guinness is one of my favorite beers, yeah. but I like a lot of craft beer that has totally. coffee in it, like a dark, uh, yeah. oh, something man. very, like as that. dark, as black as you can get. Yeah. You know, locally. Have you had the Silversmith Black Lager? That's I have. That's kind of a good... And I really like that. That was my yeah. introduction to dark beers, you know, and I, I love that one. And you're, you're doing a beer cocktail today. I, yeah, yeah, you're going to do a beer, beer. cocktail. Yeah. Giz so is doing one from uh, Counterpart. That's right. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, so, so talk about it. this one. Yeah, so this is uh, just a, a gentle uh, change-up on a classic called the Gin and Tonic. But Yes. <laughs> so anyone can make a Gin and Tonic. It's super accessible. But what we are doing here is... We're going to spice it up. We're going to add a little bit of this wonderful double IPA that Counterpart just uh, just released. It's called Beyond Infinity. Uh, they did in collaboration with uh, Superflux, the Air Berea in the West Coast there. But uh, when I've noticed that when you add uh, a hoppy, hazy beer to tonic, it really opens up. So these like stone fruit and tropical notes that you get in the beer, it just, with the gin and tonic, it's like a match made in heaven, I found. Okay. Yeah. And okay. Giz, this is something too. I'll, I'll talk about you as you're making it. Yeah, but you, one thing that Andrew does that a lot of bartenders really, really struggle with is beer cocktails. So repeat that. Sorry, the beer, ice was beer, co- beer cocktails is something a lot of bartenders struggle with, myself included. Yeah, and, and the, a lot of beer drinkers, like the old beer drinkers, yeah. they're like, "Don't fuck with my beer. 100%. I don't want fruit 100%. in my beer. No yeah. lime, no this, no that." Yeah, that's it too. But if they opened their mind and even enjoyed some of this as in what I call an in betweener, right? Hundred percent. You yeah. have it as an in betweener, then you go back you. to your mainstay. You know? and, and the cocktail, if it's a beer cocktail, it has to be doing something different for you than beer, right? It's got to do operate a little bit differently, and and that's it's hard. The reason it's hard to use beer is because a lot of craft beer has a lot of flavor. Yeah. So to and beer is typically you know a little bit bitter and a little it's already balanced. The only thing I would say you don't want in a beer that a lot of beer doesn't have is sweetness, eh? Sweetness, yeah. yeah. Depending on some styles. I haven't styles really had too many sweet beers. No. I like I like the country, or what's it called? Country bumpkin. Yeah, from Oast. From Oast. Great beer. So I when, when that's in season and they're having that, they're, they're I'll pumpkin grab that. one. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, they're. And Oast Have you ever is, had the beef brisket down at Oast? No. So there's certain times of year where they do their beef brisket as a dinner or a sandwich. Fucking incredible. I love brisket. Yeah, but it's something brisket. you don't make regularly. No, so when it's God, out there no. and it's tender, have it's delicious. Have you ever the brisket? Have you ever made the... I have. Yeah. It, I've, I've, uh, I fucked up two. I've, I've done it three <laughs> times. Fucked up two by listening to two guys that, that had different methods. Yeah. My third one turned out... Good, not great, not excellent, not but outstanding, good. but good. There was some elasticity yep. to the slice, you know, when you yep. pull it. Hundred percent, and it was good. But um, YouTube University, right? Yeah, that's it. Explore. Yeah, uh, no Stephen Stephen Reichlin is my guru for barbecuing. Cool. Okay. So check out Stephen Reichlin, the guy in the south, or what? Yeah, and he's got yes, and he's got quite a few books and uh, really? videos on on YouTube. Do you do any barbecue. smoke? Are you a smoke meat guy or no? I smoke uh, ribs. Ribs, okay, yeah. I've smoked uh, ribs. I've smoked uh, uh, chicken wings. A chicken wing. And oh, kibasa. Yeah. Kibasa. Hey, there the we first go. Time Are I you smoked, ka- I, the first time I smoked Thank kibasa, you, I forgot to take the fucking skin off. No way. My buddy's like, were you high <laughs> or drunk <laughs> or both? Hey, I said, probably, probably both. Probably both, yeah. He goes, Dave, how is the fucking smoke supposed to go? I went, you know oh, what? shit, I forgot to take I off the skin. I would have done the same so thing. So I peeled <laughs> off the skin. I, you know the whole coil of kibasa? Yeah. Put it, peel it off, put it on there for a couple of hours, use applewood. Oh yeah! Great. Smoke the kibasa on yeah. cherry wood or applewood. Sounds fucking, wonderful. Fucking nice. orgasmic. Yeah. We, we smoke cocktails uh, fairly often. Oh too. Yeah. 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 yeah, a lot. A lot. My yeah. friend bought me. My friend Dave bought me a cocktail uh, smoker, a whiskey yeah. smoker. It's still in the box. Never opened it. I don't know how to use it, but yeah, I will we'll, read about it. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll give you a little uh, tutorial as long as you let us have a couple. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, it, yeah. so we're about to enjoy another beautiful drink yeah. in the morning here at the forty six eighty Q dot com station, wow. and again. And please Cheers, remind guys. the yes. listeners Cheers. what we're about to embark Cheers, upon. Dave. Cheers, boys. Cheers. We are uh, drinking a hopped gin and tonic here. Mm. Yeah, gin, tonic, orange bitters. What do you got sitting on top? You run through a park oh, and grab yeah. a handful of leaves? Or uh, you grab a handful of bay leaves. Oh, yeah, man. just for uh, visual aesthetics. Mm-hmm. And This is a cousin to a margarita. Totally. Yeah, it does. It or does. wait a minute, or no, a mojito. Mo- mojito. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. what I meant to fucking say. Margarita, yeah. margarita yes, too, though. Okay, you okay. It's a, it's a second cousin to the, yep. Yep. to the margarita. And a first direct cousin to the mojito. That's it. <laughs> this had, is better I've, than a mojito. I've had Andrew bad, make this eh? cocktail. You've made this for me probably ten times. This is the best one. That one's okay? The best. Man, Whatever. This beer. Oh. It's like bitter on the finish, like you're eating a grapefruit. And then 
front of the palate is nice and soft and refreshing, but yeah. this is like really, this, really it's weird. I'm getting like I'm getting like peach from it too. You know? This is absolutely delicious, so and good. I and I appreciate yeah. it so much that we're doing some taste testing. That's kind of fun, eh? Fine, fine bevies here. What's mm-hmm. that orange flavor in there? The bitters. The bitters. The bitters. Yeah, I put the orange bitters right That's in there what too. It is. So yeah, like, yeah, mm. you can get you can get that citrusy, you can get that orange. Yeah, mm. the bitters are delicious. Yeah, what then, a refreshing drink to have when you're on the beach. And yeah. this one's really simple to make. Eh? Like, super, what, what'd, you, what'd you put in it? It's uh, honestly just shot of gin, maybe three parts tonic, and then one part of a hazy IPA. Right. And that it just opens right up. And I add orange bitters to it usually just because it's my favorite thing to do. A cocktail you know, with I, beer. Yep. Yeah. That's it. Just add it right on. It's so approachable. It's so easy that even beer drinkers or people who don't enjoy the salad beer. And did you did you put the bitters on top? I like it. I did the bitters yeah, on see, top. See, that's something, and that's a good tip too, Dave. Is that? And this is a technical reason why it's done this way. It's yeah. Honestly, the biggest reason is that when you, especially if you do a cocktail where you're using egg white or um, maybe a really strong whiskey, where things are when you bring the cocktail to your mouth. Regardless if you're aware of it or not, your nose is going to do half the work, right? Like you're right. You're going to be smelling it, and you're at, even before you sip, you sip it. Your mind's deciding: Do I like this or do I not like this? Yep, yep. So when you put those orange bitters on top, orange is a flavor that everybody is familiar with, and it's fresh, and it's usually like a very positive flavor for people. So when you get that nose on the top, yeah. It brightens it right up, and then yep. you don't lose the bitters in the cocktail. You get that. It yeah, kind of mixes in ma- as you go. It maintains. Thanks, man. Happy tall. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. One more time. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. cheers. Yeah, it's Absolutely yeah. delicious. Tasting like peach. You get that peach in there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The peach, Holy. the orange. It's lovely. Yeah. That's really Like good. any any margarita or mojito classic you know, affectionado would love I this think so too. Yeah. beverage. I, yeah. I totally. It's funny. And, like, I think you're right, Dave. That's, like got mojito vibes for sure and the peach i like now that you said that i can't get away from it yeah now on the the subject of gin Mm -hmm. have you guys tried empress yes what do you think of the purple empress in made in canada out west love it i love it isn't that a nice gin they've won awards for that what do you think is i like it too yeah you like the empress i like the empress and yeah i like that they kind of paved the way for that kind of yeah style. I, i've had it a couple of times it's delish and like we use canadian that pea flower and it's it's yeah. fun to work with it's pea flower uh, is great. the only so prior to that you know blue curacao um was the only way you could get blue in a cocktail and blue people love blue there's colors of cocktails that people love we talked about flavors colors blue and pink always sell yeah and I remember my mom and dad took a trip to Curacao and they got the blue Curacao. And my mom, much like me, was like, oh, there must be an interesting story with the blue. And it's like, nope, it's an orange liqueur and we dump a bunch of blue dye in it. And it that's, <laughs> that's it. it it's right? like, that's so, it. But it's it sells. Re- it's re- it's re- it sells. It sells because, yeah. But it's me, pretty. Like, it's got to look good and taste good too, right? I've got this weird thing where I like things tasting how they taste. And I don't like adding – usually I don't like adding coloring agents or – Things to make it, you know. I don't. I don't like. You want to keep. Up. You want to keep it real. I want to keep it real. Yeah. It can look. It can be pretty and it can be gorgeous and a piece of art, but keep it real too. Yeah. And, and if I if I make a wine and it's you know if if and I mean that's wine making. I'm not even going to get into. I'm that, catching but. a buzz too, by the way. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Hey, I thought it's take that. You, you know, know what? Have a heavy that's hand. the way to go. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> what I appreciate about that Empress is that they're doing something natural. They're using a a pea flower, which is more risky, and it is harder to get that stable right because i mean totally this syrup we make we've taken it to a commercial level and i know like you have to get ingredients that are you know you gotta they have to have when you buy an ingredient, which is crazy it has to have a microbial analysis you have to make sure that there's no nothing on this ingredient that's going to harm anybody you're getting it from a good source it's been dried and treated properly whereas if you're getting food dye it's really easy right you just add in the food dye and yeah that's it but they've they've taken this extra risk and this extra step to give you a gin that's this kind of indigo blue and it's it's beautiful and and uh, whether or not it contributes to flavor it's it's a fantastic gin if someone who's just only had their gin and tonics for years and years tasted what you just made me they would go crazy i I think they would love it i I think so too too. yeah i appreciate that that's kind of the goal it's so simple and you know what honestly with all the craft breweries around they're popping up this is pretty flexible too you could add a little something here obviously uh counterpart has my heart there 
but you're totally right. Yeah. yeah, but it is a fun one to do, and so easy that people. That's a just a quick little step into the cocktail world yep. too. And yeah, that, that was something yeah. bold we did at Gretzky's when we opened the bar. So when we opened the bar, it was crazy. It was, I mean, um, when I applied, I had applied for like a supervisor position. This is like six years ago. They didn't even plan on having a cocktail bar, but I kind of geeked out about cocktails, and they're like, "Do you want to open a cocktail bar on the patio?" So we did that. But it was so last minute that it was like we were bringing in our own speakers for music and, you know, bringing in our own ice and all this. It was like a pop-up every day. Yeah. And um, we made it so that we only had cocktails. at the, In the first couple of years, there was, you couldn't get wine on the patio. You couldn't get beer. It was just cocktails. And we would have people come in at first getting a little bit mad, right? Because they're like, you know... I don't like cocktails. And I'm like, well, pick one on the menu. And if you don't like it, I'll, I'll They don't it. like cocktails because maybe they've had some shitty ones. Right. They haven't tried your fucking cocktails. Right. Your fucking cocktails are fucking amazing. Thanks, man. That yeah. was like, and that's kind of, I was like, <laughs> just, just give it a go, you know? I we, endorse it, man. We yeah. had a Ryan ginger on the menu and I called it a Ryan ginger on purpose because it was a Ryan ginger, but we made our own ginger syrup and we garnished it with a cucumber yeah. and we added in some bitters so when they got it, they're like, wait, I ordered a Ryan ginger. I'm like, yeah, this is the Ryan ginger. And they would sip it and they would love it. Yeah. And it was like, See, that's it. but if you, didn't, it on if you didn't push that, put the pressure on it, because as soon as you put like, let's say you have a cocktail bar and you put a PBR, you just, you know, you throw a beer on the menu. A lot of people will take the easy way out. They'll be like, you know what? I don't want to risk having a cocktail. People are very, they like what they like. They and they, it's yeah. hard to get them to venture outside of it, you know? So, yeah. so let me ask you about straws and cocktails. Mm -hmm. Certain cocktails, do you believe we'd bypass a straw, even if you enjoy drinking a cocktail out of a straw? Like, what's your take on that? Is it personal preference? Sure. Or are there certain cocktails that people should, no, just enjoy that thin, thin-rimmed glass as they slowly sip the what cocktail? What do you think is? Straws? Personal preference. I'd right? say personal preference. Uh, obviously, some straws... Paper, paper straws paper straws yeah. suck yeah, yeah they do they're uh, the worst they melt they, away the only the only cocktail i would say that needs a straw is anything with crushed ice and yeah because uh like you might you might get like a, a, a cocktail that's mounded up with crushed ice and when yes. you put it to your lips it's really hard to drink because the ice is spilling everywhere and yeah so it's kind of like a slushy right so that's you want it. you want a straw for that yeah you gotta reach the liquids straw the i think is kind of tongue-in-cheek kind of cheeky of bartenders because it gets people to drink faster so when you oh. have a straw the cocktail goes way quicker yeah they're sucking that down you quicker betcha. and yeah. getting hammered and torqued faster yeah. you and back in the day we always had to put two when we made right. drinks they're like put two straws two straws every drink got two straws right. just kinda, that was merely consumption right you just kind of pound it out I don't know why I, I get the, the the turtle thing was terrible. You know, the turtle got the straw on its nose, and yeah, that's, that's the worst. That's yeah, a bummer. But it's like, why'd they pick on bartenders? There's chemical factories that are pumping out plastic into the Niagara River. Yeah, yeah. You know, but they zeroed in on you, fucking guys. It's like we're the villains here. <laughs> Come on, take your war on straws and take yeah. it. You know, I get it. I'm not using straws. There's lots of good corn plastic we can use, but like, yeah. guys, you're missing the big picture here. We're the good guys. We're yeah. We're we're making your days off happy. Strawless. That's it. Yeah. God. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now, what about warm cocktails? Mm. Cool. We were just talking about that yesterday. Yeah. So warm because we haven't touched on that today. Yeah. I love so there's certain warm cocktails mm. uh, uh, that Toddies I'm sure come to mind yeah. first. Oh yeah. So uh, Go we, ahead. we worked at the Dresky uh, Estate together, and the one thing people don't think about patios is year round. So we were this patio was open year round. So we were making cocktails out in the snow. It was minus the storm. thirty, we we're still minus open. thirty. So <laughs> definitely warm cocktails came up. But yep. Zach uh, had a great list going. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, we did it together. We did a lot, and like we did like mulled wines, hot toddies, hot chocolates, and yeah. we did uh, anything with hot chocolate. And it's got to be killer. It's the oh, best. Oh, we made our own chocolate mix. It was yeah, so good. I loved it, was, it. I remember these kids. We used like dark cocoa. And I didn't even think about it because you that, shave it, you shave it yourself. We would buy like uh, buy higher grade dark cocoa, put it in, and then you know make our own kind of cocoa mix. Yeah, yeah. And the Gretzky cream liqueur is like I think it's unbelievable. Yeah. I like the Gretzky cream liqueur really too. Yeah, yeah. Real dairy, real cream, yeah. real fat. It's great. Yeah. And it, with that bitter chocolate, it was unbelievable because you had this dark bitter hot chocolate with this heavy sweet cream liqueur, which is beautiful. Which is beautiful. Yeah. But then we had a kids skating day. <laughs> and I didn't even think, I was like, I didn't have kids at the time, so I didn't even think that, like, kids don't like dark cocoa. 
So he gave them all these hot chocolates, yeah. and I watched every kid put this thing to their mouth and make the worst face. <laughs> Somebody, and, this don't taste oh, right. Some yeah. kid came up to me. He's like, "Is this coffee, sir?" I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, "Damn it!" So I went in the back and I like batched up and like sugar. Yeah, you know that's hilarious. More sugar, so made yeah. it yeah, way more sugar, and then they're like, "This is amazing." And, I'm like, and it's also hilarious when kids call you sir and you're fucking young as well. Oh man, yeah, uh, it's like, it was it was cute. It was yeah. really cute, and it's I mean, running a cocktail because bar they're used to having sweet sweet, right? That was it. Yeah, yeah. and right. salt. If you ever like have a Timmy's hot chocolate, they put a lot of salt in it. It's I like. I used the to love the salt the at the bottom. I never, yeah. I never thought of that. That yep. the sodium, yeah, it goes a long way. In Andrew's oh. a big. Um, you were, you were, you were. We were, we were chatting one day recently, and you were telling me how important um, salt can be in cocktails. Oh, totally. Yeah. Sometimes he'll add salt just to like. You could be making like a regular recipe, and you'll add salt to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's for flavor. Sometimes it is just there for balance. It won't jump out, but it does go a long way. A yep. little bit will go a long way, and it because will help. Because salt out. is also a flavor enhancer. That's it. Right? Yep. So my friend Mike Kunderka, who owns uh, Enviro Niagara, and he's got a lot of condiments and stuff. He gave me some salt with some herbs in it. Mm, nice. He says you can put a little bit splash on a drink. Put a little splash Love on that. your oh, yeah. uh, scrambled eggs. Whatever you want. Yeah. You know, so yeah. uh, salt awesome. with herbs in it now. Yeah. I'd be all over that. Yeah. You know the, the the strongest salt in the world? It's black and it comes from the bottom of the sea. Are you serious? Look that up. I'm right. telling you, we've got some in the cupboard at the house. No and way. You only need a little bit. I need really. that salt. And a buddy of mine was like, "This is not salt. This is pepper." I said, "Go ahead." So he, you know, had a little taste on his finger. There he goes. Wow, that's the strength. <laughs> says right on it from the bottom of the sea, no and it is way. saltier than you can fucking imagine. Does Jesus. it come in like a yeah. rock, or is it in uh, like powder? It was, yeah, or? it was already uh, ground up. It was, eh? Yep. Yeah, yeah. We got it at a spice a shop. Salt. That's pretty cool. We got to get some of that. Yeah, I love that, that would look cool too, like a black salt rim. Imagine the black that. salt, yeah. yes. I but it's so salt. potent, though. Like the potency of it is is crazy. It's really? like it's amplified ten really? million times. Wow. So it's too salty. I don't know. Like if you rim somebody's I, glass with that. Yeah, yeah. I like. <laughs> I come from a very salty house, so it's. I mean, pretty much just me and my kids. My wife's. My wife, I should say too, Amy. She's the other half of our company, and shout out to music. her. She. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she's the, uh, yeah, let's do a, let's do a little, little tune here. You ready? Okay. Yeah, that's the that's ice. We're sound. having cocktails here sound. at 4680 Q. Oh, thank yeah. you. A little extra, yeah. yeah. But yeah, Amy, she's my wife. She's the other half of our company, and she is. Uh, if if she didn't exist, our company wouldn't exist. She's the she's the best. So you shout got, out you, to Amy. I got a, a great, shout out to Amy. Hello, great partner Amy. who is involved. And my kids are Henry and Crew. They both like to bartend too. But how old are they? They're four and one. <laughs> and you got them working already. My son Henry, <laughs> he made up a cocktail. Child labor. You know what? <laughs> They make cocktails. They make good drinks. I was doing the Maryland show one day, and I was stumped on a cocktail. And my son was at the table just pouring stuff. And he mixed uh, Galliano, ginger, and lime and handed it to me. And I was like, this is amazing. I said, what were your ratios? He's like, I did a little bit of this. And and I used it on the show. It was great. It was was awesome. So he's, you know, he doesn't drink them, but he... We make kitty cocktails with him, and it's 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 fun. And that's the thing is, there's a lot of kitty cocktails, oh, yeah. and non-alcoholic of... ones. That's a whole another category. That's another. Yeah. We gotta get you back for that too yeah. sometime. Oh yeah, that's a that's a big one now. Because yeah. there's people that are anti-booze, mm-hmm. but they can still enjoy the flavors yeah. of so many cool oh, cocktails. Sure. Alcohol in general, like the actual ethanol that's in a drink has very little to do with the flavor it's it, i mean i think there's ethanol and cocaine as well i think there is too yeah there, there must, must be, be. Yeah. did you bring that's any cocaine so with you? you got a bag in the back yeah oh, did you? okay step over for a second here that's yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah step over. but uh you know it's i, I mean yeah. it, i'm not saying that doesn't play a role but you can make a good cocktail without alcohol yeah Yes. You just got to add coke. Not that good. Yeah, you just get, yeah, you can swap it up for coke. That's uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, some, it, the tricky part is it loses its balance. It loses its weight, you know? Yeah. Like, you can fire back a non-alcoholic, no problem. But in old-fashioned whiskey, you know, it's a little more challenging and you got to nurse yourself. And, it, and it, in a way, takes a part of the industry out of it. We've talked about this. Yeah, yeah like, we've had chats. You know, cocktails are supposed to be a little bit sinful. Yeah. And yeah. you take that away, you kind of... Yeah, once it gets a little too health conscious and stuff like that, it's yeah. like, okay, there's other routes. Like when people down. try and yeah. make healthy donuts. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, just uh, <laughs> have the donuts be. Have one bad donut and then 
Yeah. I don't know what the rest of the you know, moderation. Uh, what is it? Uh, the donut shop in St. Catharines on St. Paul Street. Oh, that's Beechwood. Yeah. Beechwood. I've had, uh, yeah, I've oh, had yeah. their good. donuts. <laughs> you good. buy a dozen donuts from them, it's tasty. They're but it's, good. It's yeah. not cheap. No. Oh, my God. They're expensive. Yeah, that's, yeah they're up there. Uh, when we went and seen uh, Tom Green in St. Catharines a couple of times, we stopped and got donuts afterwards. Yeah. Oh, you did? Nice. You want to know, can I lay on you my favorite donut shop? Go ahead. I'm going to give you two of them. Best coffee style donut, like easy going cheap. Granddad's. I knew it. Nice, I knew you said. I've heard about it. Fantastic. Yeah. I've heard, never yeah. been. And Check best them out. fancy donut. This is out of left field. Ravine Winery. Ooh, yeah. You go to Ravine Winery yeah. in St. David's. They got a baker there who's amazing. Yeah. Those donuts, you might pay four or five bucks, but it's like. They're, they weigh about a pound, and they're amazing. They're incredible. I worked a few shifts where I was lucky enough to like score one at the end. How good are home. they? Oh, my God. Amazing every time. Do you agree with my... Yeah. yeah, you agree yeah. With but how about Very the Howell list. family? Oh, Pumpkin those, patch. Now, let me know, put you in the time machine. Do you remember a long time ago when they had their little mini yes, orbit yes. donuts? Yeah. And you would get them warm, though. They were the best. Yes. So what, you, would, you would actually be standing there, fortunate enough to be standing there when they were coming out, the little mini orbits, yeah. with the cinnamon those yeah, and sugar. Those those pumpkin donuts were yeah. killer Just amazing. Right in paper These bag, too. At one point, they had them at Costco. They had a little donut machine, and you could get and they'd come off the really? line and they would same thing those hot little yeah that was good yeah the amazing. pumpkin donuts are fire oh I want to thank you guys for joining me it's been an absolute Pleasure. blast they're going to kick me out in a minute another show coming up with Paul K Lemire and John they're going to be talking hockey and all kinds of other amazing. crazy shit like that uh, but give your social media uh, info please uh, yeah. Andrew yeah so uh, and then Zach yeah, yeah on course. Instagram at stir crazy bitters or at stir crazy cocktails with some underscores in there and together we operate under at walkins only walk dot ins dot only so they can check you out once again that website yeah. is? that's it yeah so oh, that's uh, not a website no that's those your, are my Instagram, that's your handles. Instagram yeah so yeah. stir crazy bitters stir crazy cocktails and walk-ins only yep right and on. then you can find me at Kavas fine beverage Co. k-v-a-s f B like bacon, nice. C O, and um, yeah, we do syrups and then like I said, walk-ins only together. And that's yeah. thanks, thanks for the fun, thanks for the education, this thanks for the drinks, thanks for the uh, gift bag with some goodies in there. Really yeah. appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah. Keep up the passion, boys. Thank you. Cheers and cheers to you. Yeah. Cheers, everybody. Hope everyone has a dog gun great day. I'm Dave McMahon. We'll talk to you next time on Unleashed right here at 4680Q. Ciao. Bye.